I want to talk about infinite banking right now. So with your money multiplier, you know, a lot of people have a negative connotation of whole life or infinite banking and all that stuff, myself included. You know, every time I've ever been pitched it, I'm always like, this doesn't even make sense. Why would I want to do this? Um, and before we got on show, you know, you started telling me about ways that you're doing it differently and why it actually does make sense in some situations if, you know, your guy actually giving you the policy is building it in a way that makes sense. So for those who have no idea what I'm talking about, like, let's first break down what whole life is and what this whole infinite banking thing is. Okay. So what is whole life? It's a life insurance policy that lasts your whole life. That's the simplest thing. It is an expensive, overpriced life insurance policy that is sold by advisors because it pays a big commission. Mm -hmm. Did I accurately describe that the way that you used to view it? Yes. Okay. Well, that's how I used to view it. Exactly. As an advisor, listen, I made money managing assets. I sold term and invested the difference. So the day when I was out in Salt Lake City meeting with Mike about borrowing money from one of my deals, and I just asked him, I said, so Mike, how do you lend? You know, I thought I had an idea. And he says, you know, I have my own bank. I'm like, you dirty dog, you got a bank? <laughs> and I'm like, let's go. And he's like, no, 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 I, I created a banking system. This guy did it. And long story short, he, he tells me what it is. He says, it's a whole life policy. I sat back and I'm like, man. I, and I felt weird because this guy's got way more money to, than me and incredibly successful. And I'm like, I, I said to him, I said, Mike, somebody, somebody told you a lie, man. Whole life doesn't work that way. You can't put money in a whole life and immediately take that money out. It just, I've never seen one that works that way. I've never been taught that. So, it just doesn't work that way. And he leans into me and he says, Chris, if it doesn't work that way, how have I been doing this over and over and over again? And I said, okay, what don't I know here? So he turned me out of the guy and then I watched a 90 minute video, which is where everything changed. So infinite banking, okay? A lot of people think infinite banking concept is a product. They want to say infinite banking, whole life, infinite banking, whole life. And I understand why it's that way. The pioneer, R. Nelson Nash, the late R. Nelson Nash, in his book, Becoming Your Own Banker, talks about a whole life as the machine that moves money for the, the infinite banking concept. But infinite banking concept is a process. Think of banking. All infinite banking concept is, is it's the same thing a bank does every day. So why would we use this stupid, overpriced, terrible vehicle that Dave Ramsey, Susie Orman, and everybody else says is the worst place you can put your money? It comes down to how it's built. See, I didn't know you could take a whole life, dis, dis, like, pull it apart, and reconfigure it the same way. The easiest way I can explain this, Ryan, is, you know who Ken Block is? No, I don't. Rally cross driver, okay? One of okay. the best in the world. He drives a Ford Focus. That's his rally car. So let's say I get, you know, I want a Ford Focus because I watched one of his videos. I go to the Ford dealership. I'm on the, up the floor <laughs> and I'm looking at a Ford. You're laughing. I'm looking at a Ford Focus. My wife's behind me. I'm like, honey, that's the one. That's the car I want. She looks at me and she says, crazy people will not take you seriously. <laughs> this car sucks. About money. That's the one. And then I, I, I don't get it. So- but then I'm home and I'm watching his, his video. He's going 130 miles an hour sideways around a turn in full control in none other than a forward focus. Mm-hmm. What's the difference between the one on the showroom floor and the one that goes 130 in full control sideways? He's modified it. Engineering. Yeah. So these whole life contracts, they can be engineered and they have been for hundreds of years. The Rockefellers, the Rothschilds, the Walt Disney's, the Ray Crocs, the, the Joe Biden's not to get into the politics side, but that is heavily used there. They've all used this for hundreds of years. We don't know about it. And here's why. As an advisor, I sold whole life if I did, because it was a big old fat commission. Same reason people sell IULs, big old fat commission. But I never knew I could actually build the contract to pay out a really, really low commission. And if I did that, my client had access to more money. 
That's what this is about. It's re-engineering a whole life contract with a special company, a mutually owned company that pays dividends to work for this. It works just like a bank account. Mm-hmm. So that's what we do. The whole life should never be used as a place to put money and just leave that money there. Mm-hmm. If that's the case, please don't call me. What we teach is that's a machine. We put the money in it and we immediately take the money out. Right. Everything I teach involves changing just one thing. And that's where your money goes first. Not all your money, just the money you would save. Most right. people say we talked about retirement accounts. Most people would save money in a 401k or a savings account or Commonly, the savings for people is, okay, I made this much and I spent this much. The rest is, well, I guess how much I save and it sits in a bank account. Mm-hmm. Who's winning that game? The bank. Absolutely. Because the bank is taking the money they've convinced you to give up control of and sending it out to work for them. They lend that money out. They pay you one and they charge me five for the loan. They make a four-point spread in between. And they mm-hmm. didn't have to take on very much risk. They didn't really have to do anything other than know how money works. So when I saw this, I started compiling this whole idea of, just want to be the bank. Just want to mimic what a bank does. The machine, which is the whole life, specially designed and engineered, allows me to put money in it and immediately in the next 30 days, take that money out. Maybe not all of it in the first year, but up to 90%. Take that money out and then do stuff with it. Mm -hmm. So that's really how this works. But to go one step further, it's not the policy you should be excited about. But the policy does some things. And the reason we use a whole life, it does some things no other vehicle on earth can do. And let me just pull up some money here. I want to do this with a visual because it's just easier for me. All right. Everybody saves money or says they are or wants to. So they, when you save money, imagine you use a bank account. You know, we talked about this earlier. Why wouldn't I just keep it in the bank? You could. The bank's going to pay you 1% or less. But the cool thing about a bank account is if you need this hundred bucks to do a real estate deal, you have liquidity to take that money and move it. So what if all I did is I took that hundred And I just changed one thing and I just changed where that money went first. Instead of putting it in somebody else's bank that's going to make it work for them, I put it in my bank. Why would I do that? I would do it because my bank pays me up to 6%. The average policy we write is between 5.2 and 6% with dividends. So one versus six is all of a sudden better. So making 6%. But now I'm worried because that money, that hundred I just put in there, I can't take out. But what if I could immediately in the first 30 days or even sooner? When my check clears, that money's available. So I go in and then I take out, now I'm not going to cut the bill in half, but let's say I need, you come to me and you got a deal and you want 9,000 bucks. Let's just pretend this hundred is 10,000. So then I take a loan from my policy for nine grand. I give you nine grand. I started with 10, Mm -hmm. making 6%. I give you nine. How much is left in my policy? Still 10, right? Right. But most people would say 10 minus nine, you got a thousand bucks left because they're doing the math like a bank account. Yeah. I have 10 grand left in my policy because that nine grand I just gave you wasn't my money. It's a loan. It's a loan from the insurance company. And the insurance company gave me a loan that never needed to be paid back because that nine grand wasn't the insurance company's, it's their money, but it's money they promised to me. But to get that nine grand, I have to die because that's the other promise the insurance company makes is I got to die to get the death benefit. Well, I don't get it. Somebody else does. So the insurance company will give me part of my death benefit up to the amount of cash value I have, which is 10 grand as a loan. That's a swear word already. Some of the people, and I think when I told you, you're like, yeah, but it's a loan. Like there's a cost to the loan. Of course, they're paying you for six and the loan cost by today's numbers is 4%. So six minus four is a spread of two. Mm -hmm. Remember I said how a bank worked? One and then five, they make a four point spread. I just made a two point spread. Nothing changed, but now one cool thing. The 10 grand's still in that account. The 10 grand's still earning interest and dividends. And the 10 grand will continue to compound for the rest of my life 
no matter how many times I put money in it and take money out, put money in and take it out. And that spread every year, it was two the first year, the next year it's more, the next year it's more. Because people don't, they think they understand compound interest, but they don't truly understand what Albert Einstein called the eighth wonder of the world. Money that earns interest can then earn money on the interest it earned and on the interest it earned and just compound over and over and over. And it doesn't stop and it doesn't take any work. It doesn't take anything. It just takes time. Right. So the whole concept with this is that you're essentially trying to make this 2% spread that will eventually grow. You know, there's not really a ton of tax benefits to doing this. There's not anything crazy, you know, like you're still getting access to your money up to potentially 90%. Um, In the first year after that, it's more. Okay. After Never that, it's more. more. But, you know, as that value grows, you can tap into more, obviously. Um, the big misconception, well, I don't even say misconception because it's true, but I've, I've, every time I've been pitched whole life, whenever I look at the sheet that just shows the value of, you know, the um, illustration. Yeah. The illustration of how much I'm going to make and the value. It always is like I'm losing money until year seven. Mm-hmm. And then year eight, I'm finally ahead. And I'm just like, why am I doing this? This doesn't make any sense. Yeah. So how are, like, how are you getting around that? The first thing is you said the first misconception about everything that we do. Everybody focuses on an illustration. They don't understand the concept of what we just talked about, about moving the money. Because really, if they understood the concept, they'd never care about the numbers as much as you are. Think about it. Like We have two alternatives for what we're talking about. You can put money in a bank account, maybe a money market to have access and liquidity, or you could put your money here and have access and liquidity. But- one allows you to make money twice. The other allows you to make money once. So if I put a hundred bucks in an account in a bank, I make money once an interest rate. But if I take that hundred out and I give it to you and you're going to pay me 12, I stop earning the one and now I'm making 12. It's still a good day in the office. Here, I take the hundred, I put it over here. I'm making six better than the bank. So we're already up on the bank. And that six that I earn is tax-free. So people that could talk about the taxing, the only thing you've got is like a Roth. It's tax-free on the growth. Don't play the tax game because that's not the reason we do this. But now I take this 100 and I take it out and you pay me 12 on that. Now I'm making 12 from you, but I'm making a spread over here. So which one would you prefer? Make money twice or make money once? So that's it. So let's get to your question. When you look at the illustration and you're looking at it and you're saying, okay, I put X amount in every year and it takes me six or seven years to get back what I put in. True statement, okay? But that's because you're looking at it wrong. Now, the policies we designed don't take seven years. I'm going to be frank about that. That policy probably might have been an infinite banking policy, but I think they were making a little bit more money than I make on them because I know how to strip my commissions down and put the lowest death benefits so that you have the highest amount. But let's just pretend that's what they all were is a seven-year break even from a cumulative return. A cumulative return would be the right return for a 401k where you put money in and you never take it out. Mm -hmm. But are we putting money in and just leaving it sit in the policy? No. Absolutely not. And if that's what somebody wants, it's just a place to put their money and leave it. Don't, we're not going to be a good fit. We're putting money in and immediately finding an opportunity to move that money out. And that opportunity could, could be your car. Like you have a nice car. I like nice cars too. Every car I buy, okay, I take the money from my policy. So I save up enough to pay cash, take the money, the loan from the policy and I buy the car and I figure out what the car payment's going to be. So the truck that I just got, it's $2,500 a month payment. I take 2,500 bucks a month that I would have paid a finance company. And instead of paying the bank or the finance company, I write a check every month or a bill pay to my bank, which is the policy. So I took 120,000 out of it, bought the vehicle. I take the 2,500 I would have paid, which I found out by asking them, how much would this car cost if I finance it? 
2,500 bucks, six-year loan at whatever 6% interest. Take that 2,500, instead of giving it to them or putting it in a bank account, I just put it back in my policy, paying the loan down, making interest the entire time on the 120 grand. And now I'm recapturing the interest I would have gave away. Now, just Mm -hmm. with cars, if I do just that, here's what happens. You get all the money back for every single car you ever buy, drive and own, and you never have to sell them. So that car out there, imagine if in five or six years, you could get all the money back, but the car didn't have to get sold to get it because you're the bank. So that's one way. Credit cards is another way we use this. We show people how to wipe out debt. If you're given 20% to Visa, I put money in this bank, take a loan, and I pay Visa off. If I was paying Visa 100 bucks a month at 20%, that's money that was leaving my family. I take the 100 and I put it back in my policy. It's the same dollars. My family didn't have to work harder or work longer. It's the same dollars. So back to the cumulative return. If I'm putting money in and taking money out, putting money in and taking money out to pay loans or credit cards off, to buy cars, to buy real estate, lend it out, cumulative return doesn't matter. Cash on cash return matters. Every dollar I put in, how much did that money make this year? So if I put a hundred grand in the policy, how much was the return this year? I put another hundred in next year. What's the return next year? In real estate, the main thing we use is cash on cash return. So because I'm putting it in and taking out, the only thing that matters is how much did that money that I put in this year make me? So that's when we use cash on cash return, your break even, we call it the efficiency zone, is two at the worst case, three years. So you're talking the cash on cash would be two years if you're actually moving money. Mm-hmm. But what would it be like if you didn't do anything? It's going to still be- You in would that. never call me. So it yeah. would be the seven years or whatever, it, yeah. six or seven years. Even if it's the best design, it's probably five years right. on a cumulative return. Right. And so the only difference is obviously you're training them how to utilize it to get that return higher. And also too, you're stripping your commissions down. The way I'm not so much stripping it, the way I'm designing it, I'm putting the lowest death benefit on the plan, which means I get, we get paid off of the death benefit. So I put the lowest death benefit by IRS rules and I put the most amount of money in, my commission's naturally going to be lower. I'll give you numbers like a $10,000 premium into a regular whole life insurance policy would pay an advisor on minimum 5,500 bucks. 5,500 for $10,000. That's a good day in the office, right? Yeah. Now you put 10 grand in a policy I design. My commission's 387 bucks. So why would a guy like you do that? Volume, scale. I understand volume and I'm a master at picking up nickels and pennies. (laughs) That's it. I, I understand that if I give, I get. Right. You know, you've heard this a million times, Zig Ziglar. If you help enough people get what they want, you get what you want. Right. But I got to help a lot of people. To date, that's over 5,000. A couple of years, it'll be 10. So, so do that little math on 5,000 people. Yeah. It's a good living. The goal is get as many people through money multiplier, charge as low as possible, get them in the door. And then, you know, obviously they're going to do well and, you know, eventually they'll buy some other stuff from you down the road. Same Maybe, but I'm not after everybody either. I want people that understand the concept and are willing to learn the concept and apply the concept. Because if not, I don't want to work with them because it's just a problem client then. And they put money in the policy and they're like, hey, how come I'm not making the money like your video showed? What would you do? Did you move the money? Did you do lending? Did you buy a car? No, it's just in the policy. (laughs) Okay, let's go back to the first beginning. Remember, this is just a machine that we move our money through. And here's the other thing too. Let's talk about that. Let's just say it was seven years. Okay, it's not in the plans I designed, but let's just say it was. Would you give up access to 100% of your money for a period of seven years so that then year eight and for the rest of your life, which I don't know, how many years do you think that is? You got 70 years left after eight years? We'll see. 60, 70 years? Yeah. For 60 or 70 years that every dollar you put money into that machine, it printed and gave you back more money than you put in. 
every year. And every year you got to raise and you didn't have to work any harder. It's like a business. Most businesses lose money the first five years, right? It's a statistic, mm-hmm. five years. You're creating a bank. Your bank might not make money right out of the hole. It will because you'll, you'll move it, but it might not as a standalone make money. But we always build businesses and put energy and effort into those businesses for five years. Even if we don't make anything or barely get by because we know the fruits of our labor will pay off someday. In these plans, in the worst plan, the, the seven-year plan that you said, even that plan, if you put money in, if I put a dollar in, in, in that year, year seven, I'd probably get a dollar fifty back for every dollar I put in. Mm. In the 10th year, if I put a dollar in, I'm probably getting $2 back for every dollar I put in. It's just compound interest. This is just mathematics. It's not my opinion, not speculation. It's mathematics. Right. So would you give up seven years of gain to then for the rest of your life have a gain and a return on your money that you didn't have to work any harder for or do anything to get? Mm-hmm. That's the question. So when you ask, like, do I want the most amount of people? I want people that understand that. But then I'm going to shorten that curve. And you know, are you willing to give up access to all of your money for three years so that the rest of your life, every dollar you put in, you, you get more back than what you put in? So I think a question a lot of people would be wondering is, okay, that's great. Basically, you know, we're talking about making an extra 2% as long as- That's only the first year. Right. As long as I, you know, go use my money effectively. What do you think's a way that, I, I guess you are training people this, but how would you say- people should invest their money? Like what's a lot of ways people are doing it? I just look at what the wealthy do and what insurance companies do and what do the banks do? Lend money. So how I've made money is first, I took back all the money I was giving away. I looked at my balance sheet or my, my budget and I said, who's getting money from me every month? Car payments, credit card companies, lines of credit. And I started the process of going through all the places I was losing money and I took it all back. I paid those loans off and I just kept making monthly payments, but I made them to my bank. After that, buying cars. We always buy cars. We're always going to, we need them. I started financing my own cars, copy machines in my office. I, this just happened. I, the guy came in to redo our lease on our copy machine and he said, it's going to be 171 bucks a month. I said, how much is the copy machine? He said, 8,900 bucks. I ran the math. I said, if I just take 8,900 out of my policy and I pay the 171 away, uh, 171 a month, I would give away to him back to my policy. I end up making, I think about $4,000 over a six year time frame on that copy machine. Yeah, I mean, it's endless what you can do, but my preferred choice is real estate. Thanks for watching that clip from the Ryan Pineda show. If you want to see the full interview, you can actually find it in the link below. Make sure you're also subscribed on both YouTube and Apple podcast.